brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. The voice of Johnson County. JoCo Community Radio. Welcome to the Her Show Home Experience Radio with your host, Trina Titus Lozano. This is a live call-in show that takes your calls and questions about marriage, family, and personal relationships. She's a licensed and ordained pastoral counselor, author, international conference speaker, wife, mom, and grandmother. She's been counseling and teaching vital relationship skills for over 30 years. Trina is real and relational and reveals strong truths spoken in tough love and common sense. Join us on the studio line now at 817-637-2585. And now, here's Trina. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Her Show. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. I'm here with you every Monday afternoon right here in Burleson. And I love this radio station, so thank you for having me. And I have a guest in the studio with me today. This is my granddaughter, Faith. Hi, I'm Faith. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for coming. So we are talking today about Halloween. Halloween is coming up. In fact, the 31st is exactly one week from today. So technically, this is Halloween week. I don't know about y'all, but I still need to buy some candy. I have a big bucket for candy to pass out to my neighbors, and it's not quite full yet. There's a little bit of candy in there, but I need to fill it up because I will be passing out all of that candy. I have a lot of trick-or-treaters in my neighborhood. Faith, what are your plans for Halloween? Um, so what we do basically every year now, um, we are going to be doing a kind of like a block party in our um, cul-de-sac. So neighbors come to help out and stuff. And then we basically um, take turns going trick-or-treating so one person stays here or like a whole family stays here and um and then all the trick-or-treaters come and get candy and all that stuff and we also serve hot dogs okay yes you grill hot dogs and all the neighborhood Mm -hmm. all the neighbors just sort of join there in the middle eat dinner together and then the kids get to have a good time playing with the neighbors as well as going to each house so they have this tradition that they have uh, decided to do and it's worked out really well for them so I think that's just a great tradition if you guys would like to call today and join in our conversation about Halloween we'll be talking about the history the fun and also I will be giving a warning the number here is 817-637-2585 so feel free to call in and join the conversation today so Faith yes so trick-or-treating and jack-o'-lanterns are a popular Halloween traditions but do you know the the history behind this fun holiday? You may be surprised to find out how Halloween came to be. That's true. Okay, so a little bit of history. 
It was about 2,000 years ago, actually. So a long time ago in uh, ancient Ireland, okay, a group of people called the Celts, they actually celebrated Halloween every year with this fire festival. And the fire festival was called Saman, which actually means summer's end. And so they were actually celebrating the end of the summer with this fire festival and then also celebrating the harvest. Well, uh, there's a legend that when this time came, there would be actually demonic spirits that were part of this occasion. Well, it was a pagan holiday and it was really all about death and demons. And so when the Christians began to uh, hear about this, and as the people were sweeping through Europe and across Europe, that this is when things began to change because Christianity swept all the way through these areas and they did not want to celebrate this holiday with the demons and the fire festival because it was a pagan holiday. And in fact, in America, and when America first began, this day was actually not allowed to be celebrated in the way that it was because America was a Christian nation. So instead of celebrating this, uh, we began to celebrate a more Christian version of the holiday historically, and it was called All Hallows Day, which was on Mm -hmm. November 1st. Uh, But then, of course, the night before was October 31st, so that was Mm -hmm. All Saints Day, otherwise known as All Hallows Day on November 1st. Then the night before was obviously the Eve, so that would be celebrated the night before, and that's where the word Halloween came from. So, But we have really had a shift because over the last 2,000 years and over the last many hundreds of years that America has been established as a nation Things have become very evil, and you can tell that whenever we look around at the decorations and things like this. So yeah. things have really shifted, haven't they? What other information do you have, Faith? Um, every year on October 31st, you might see pirates, witches, zombies, princesses, and action heroes walking down to, to the streets of your neighborhood. To someone who didn't know any better... It might appear strange and frightening to see kids dressed in costumes, knocking on doors, and asking for candy. But in America, we know that the holiday of Halloween is a fun time for kids and adults to dress up, trick-or-treat, and celebrate. But do you know how, how this popular celebration started and the history behind it? Let's find out. Okay, so yes, so the history behind this is that in America, whenever they began to go ahead and do these traditions, at first they celebrated more of the Christian aspect of the holiday. At the time, our nation was more of a Christian nation. Now we can see we've sort of lost this aspect of it, and it has almost, it's really gone back to the Mm -hmm. demonic type of holiday where it began in the very first place. It's a very pagan holiday, which is the opposite of a Christian holiday. So... Give me an idea of some of the costumes that you have worn in the past. Um, so I so last year I did Jesse and then Oh from Toy Story. Yeah. Like from the, the cowgirl. Okay. And then I did Elsa. Okay. And then Jojo. 
Oh, so oh. Awesome. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I when I was a little kid, I was a clown. I was a I think <laughs> I might have been a cowgirl a few times too. I was a cheerleader, mm-hmm. a princess, <laughs> things like this. Yes. And y'all, I just want to say, you know, as we talk about this and we can understand that it's a pagan holiday that really is so demonic, what can we do? To as Christians, we want to be a light to a dark world. We yes. want to be people who make a difference. We are in the world, but not of the world. So mm-hmm. we in our family are not legalistic about this. Uh, we know other people who are. And I think it's just important that whatever you decide that there is integrity there. And I talk about integrity being an integration of what you believe and how you behave. So if you truly believe that you do not want to participate at all in this holiday because of its historical uh, demonic nature and the pagan roots that it comes from, then you would be somebody that would just go camping or something and just simply not be home during mm-hmm. the holiday. But we, uh, in our home and in our family, we have a very high value of hospitality, yes. okay, and also a value of family fun. And of course, mm-hmm. uh, I like to be a good neighbor. So I want yeah. to be a lady that is passing out candy to all of my neighborhood kids and, and telling them hello and God bless you and thank you for coming and have a great night. So it's a time for me to really greet all the neighborhood kids with a smile. And, you know, it is disturbing, though, to see so many children dressed in very evil costumes. Yeah. And and it's sad because I see other kids that are so afraid of that. So some Mm -hmm. examples of evil costumes that you might see or maybe you've seen in the past would be what? Um, Maybe um, demons, maybe ghosts and... Um, witches and just all those um, demonic things. That's right. And what about you see a lot of like violent costumes, yeah. like a person with an axe in their forehead or a person with yeah. um, like a vampire with blood dripping yeah. out of his teeth it's or. Just, yeah. 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 And of course, decorations, you'll, you'll see very death related decorations, right? Yeah. Like what? Like maybe a graveyard yeah. or um, demons hang down everywhere. And oh, you said your neighbor like has something like that. Yeah. What does their decoration look like? Uh, it's kind of like someone with like a black coat hanging down and holding like chains, I guess. Like chains? Like they're, yeah. like they're all chained up. Okay. And uh, what, how do you guys decorate? Um, we decorate, so right now we have hay bales and um, pumpkins, so we carved them, but they're getting, like, moldy now, because <laughs> um, we carved them at, on, like, October, what? A long time 11th. ago. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> getting um, a little moldy now, but they're yeah. cute. Okay, so pumpkins and hay bales and, and leaves and these types of decorations. Yes. So that's fun. More celebrating the harvest mm-hmm. and not all this other demonic stuff. Okay, so as we began to think about this, we want to be able to have a very clear understanding that good is good and evil is evil and evil is not good. Fun is fun and scary is scary and scary is not fun. I remember a few years ago, we had Six Flags passes. Well, we have those every year, but it hadn't occurred to me that if I went in the month of October, all of Six Flags turns into Fright Nights and they have it all decorating with, you know, Mm. gross things, you know, just that typical Halloween decorations, which are so disgusting. 
something. Yeah. Not only that, they have people in the scariest costumes you've ever seen walking around the Six Flags, actually scaring kids. Mm-hmm. Like that is their job to go up to a little kid and be like, ah, you know, and like, like freak you out. And then as you're walking through Six Flags, like fire towers would just and be they like, they probably Psh. like, um, get paid for that. Yeah, they do. It's actually, they hire people to scare kids for fright nights. Of, okay. And I'm just like, ah, we shouldn't have come here. So we, we rode a few rides and left because we're like, oh my gosh. And I would tell Haven, close your eyes, close your eyes. Don't look at that horrible, that horrible mask. You know, that's, oh, don't look at that. It's horrible. And so we just got out of there as fast as we could. I didn't want her to have nightmares as a, as a result of it. So it's important to know parents and grandparents. Uh, scary is not fun and fun is not scary. And we need to, not mix up these two things. Take seriously how your decorations and the atmosphere that you're creating, how it's affecting children and how it affects you. It actually affects the atmosphere. So in the atmosphere, you can actually feel the presence of peace or evil. Mm-hmm. It, it's unbelievable. You can actually go into like trick or treating. If you go up into a home that has all of this evil demonic decorations, yeah. you actually you don't even want to go up there. You're like, ah, ah, let's not go to that house because it it's yeah. it's too freaky. It's too scary. So, all right. Well, I'm just going to list off a few things here, and then you pick which would give you the most joy. Okay, okay out of the two, and then you can ask me some too. Okay. 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 Uh, good or evil? Good. Oh. Black or white? White. Uh, Dark or light? Light. Death or life? Life. Um, Let's see. What else? Demons or angels? Angels. Heaven or hell? Heaven. You see? I see how this works. Of course we would choose those things. That's right. Of course we would choose those things. Well, we have to choose those things on Halloween too, right? Yeah. Because we're not celebrating death Really? I mean, really, how tragic would it be if any one of you had a family member just die? You would be devastated, and yet you're decorating your front yard with tombstones? I mean, like, think about it. It just doesn't even make sense. There's no common sense here, Mm -hmm. right? We will always celebrate life. We will always choose life. We will always choose light. And uh, especially on this day, we want to really be sure that we are maintaining uh, our common sense to choose the good things, the good things. Okay, so you give me a couple of other scenarios if you can think of them. Would you want... um Bad dreams or good dreams? Ooh, bad dreams are good dreams. For sure, good dreams. Bad dreams are like nightmares. And that happens so much when you see something horrible. It's like you might dream about it. And you can't forget it. You can't forget it. Yeah, I I do. I say in Jesus' name, get that image out of my head. So what we have at our church, actually, so our building is um, basically... um, it says, fear go, Holy Spirit, come. And and so a hundred car accident actually happened right in front of the fear go, Holy Spirit, come. Right in front of your church. Wow. Yes. So people in this horrible pileup car accident could actually yeah. just look up and see that sign. Okay, so yeah. there's another question. Demons or the Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit. <laughs> okay. Uh, haunted house or... God's house. God's house. That's right. And that's what the church is, the house of God. I think we might have a caller on the line, do we? 
Okay, good. Let's let's hear. Uh, hey, this is Trina. Thank you for calling. Welcome to the Her Show. Hey, how are you? Great, great. What's going on? So I was listening to the show, and I had a suggestion about what you could do on Halloween instead of all the scary things. Okay, what? Please share with us. So we actually live in a cul-de-sac. And what we have decided to do on Halloween, we began this about three years ago, is we do a cookout. And we bring out our grill to the middle. And we cook hot dogs. Yeah. You know what? Faith actually just told us about this. She did. Faith actually just told us about this. And I thought it was the best idea. She just finished. She started the show actually telling us this story. So good job, mom. Good job. So for our listeners, this is my daughter that's called in. So thank you for the surprise, Britt. I didn't know you were calling. Um, So yes, you missed the beginning, but Faith actually shared. And I think this is such a great thing that your family does. How in the world did you come up with this idea? So... It actually happened with our friends first who lived one street over and they began doing it. It wasn't very big, but they, you know, would just make hot dogs for themselves and a couple of neighbors. And when they moved, I decided we need to do that on our street. Mm -hmm. And so that's how it began. But it got bigger and bigger each year where... About six houses join in and they bring drinks and chips and we all sit in a circle and trick-or-treaters come up and they take from each basket. But then the parents love it because typically they don't have time to eat dinner. Yeah, right, (laughs) right. That's true. And they grab a hot dog and we just chat and meet everybody. You know what? And that's Um, the thing. It takes the focus off of all of the celebration of death and demonic things and it puts it on really what it should be about, which is all saints, right? It should be about the, the community and the neighborhood and encouraging each other and visiting with each other and sharing sweet treats with each other and a meal together. So really, you've taken this holiday that the devil wants to use for evil, and you guys have just turned it to be a really good thing and created very special memories for your family because Faith even already told us about what a special memory that is. So that's incredible. And now it has become a tradition. And that's Okay, and then one other thing that um, has been fun, it didn't, it, it wasn't really an idea, but it ended up happening every year. Is the kids would trick or treat years before we did the hot dogs, and even sometimes uh, when we would do the hot dogs, but they would trick or treat and they would get candy, and of course, come home with way too much. Yeah, but I can't remember if it was Anderson or Faith that had this idea, but one year we came home and I was like, guys. They wanted to pass out candy. And I said, guys, I didn't buy any candy to pass out. And they turned around and they turned on a porch light and they started giving out the candy they had just got. Oh, that is so cute. And so they turned around and they gave it all away. You know, that reminds me of the Bible verse that says it is better to give than to receive. Like they actually got so much joy out of giving it. I think that that year y'all had come to our neighborhood 
and trick or treat with us in our neighborhood. So yeah. you were not home, you know, when they were gathering the candy, and then you went home, and that's what they did. And there is where the joy comes from. That is such a mm-hmm. great story. So that's what we are doing today. We are just sort of helping uh, to shed some light on what we can do on this otherwise very, very dark day and how we can make it a special day. And uh, you have given us a great idea. So Faith and I were just coming up with some different scenarios and different choices that we would choose. And every single time, you're always going to choose good over evil. Always. You're going to choose uh, angels over demons. And as Faith said, heaven over hell, right? And so this is... um, why should this day is a day to really remember that and uh, we for sure want to celebrate okay so Brittany uh bats or puppies puppies <laughs> of course right <laughs> I'll, do, I'll go bats do eat mosquitoes so. oh. spiders There's or butterflies a... I couldn't hear that one spiders or butterflies butterflies <laughs> of course butterflies. of course yes 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 uh witches or friends. What was the other one? Friends. Friends. Witches or friends? Friends. friends. <laughs> you know, can you think of any, Brady? Yeah. So I couldn't. I, I can. I couldn't hear that one. Faith and I are. There might be a little bit of a delay. Faith and I have been thinking about these things all day long. Yeah. And really. And you know, as moms, Brittany, you have five children, and. It is just so important that you set the mood, set the atmosphere, because if you set the atmosphere with all of this gross, demonic, evil, bloody, violent, uh, death-oriented decorations with tombstones and skeletons, why would you be surprised if your children are having nightmares? You should not be surprised. It is a setup for nightmares. But I love that you've taken the personal responsibility to set the atmosphere in your home to be an atmosphere of peace and an atmosphere of love and joy and all things that celebrate life, which is the opposite of celebrating death. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. that's and I and your kids dress up in cute costumes. What are they going to be this year? They are going to be well. Maisie, the three-year-old, wants to be Elsa. There's always one that wants to be Elsa. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then Haven wanted to be Moana. I don't know where she got that idea. Okay. She wanted to be Moana, so a Disney princess. And then Faith, you can say what you wanted to be if you haven't already. So I wanted to be a news anchor. I love that. She wants to be a news anchor. Wow, Faith, you can wear like something like a more dressier dress. Yeah, okay. So I already have my dress. It's like a black pencil dress. Okay. With like little ruffles on oh. the shoulders. So. You will look like a news anchor. And then yeah. how will you fix your hair? And then probably maybe curl it or something. Yeah. And then I have a tiny little microphone. Oh, perfect. A black microphone. Oh, it good. It doesn't work, but 
we're still using it for a prop for the fun of it. For the fun of it. You can actually go around and pretend like you're, you know, interviewing some of the people. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we're actually going to put a box around it with the news channel logo. Oh, that's a great idea. So, like how they have a yes. microphone and with a box around yeah. mm-hmm. it. That yeah. That says the, the channel. That yeah. is such a great idea. I love that. What about Anderson? Do we Anderson know? wants to be the Flash. The so flash. he typically okay. always wants to be a hero, a superhero. Yes, which is another good point. Now, if he, if, if he, is he there? Can I talk to him? Because here's the thing. If the boys are being superheroes, we want them to choose superheroes that are good, right? Like the Flash or like Superman, the ones that are fighting for good, Spider-Man. Uh, because in every superhero movie or comic, there are good and evil. So, you know, moms, as you are helping your children decide what costume to choose, steer them towards the good ones. Do not put your children in evil costumes. It can actually completely affect their little spirit. And, you know, it. there has been so many testimonials of actors who have played in horror movies or, or uh, and some sort of horror or evil part, demonic part, that it affected them so much their mental health was completely destroyed as a result. they didn't want to. No. Well, well they wanted the well, job, but they yeah. had no idea that it would actually affect their spirit so much. Mm-hmm. And it so much does. So, moms, you do not want... Is what happens is a costume really is like an identity. It's you putting on and really pretending to be something. So as you yeah. sort of have... You're this identity for the night. You, you, you don't want to be an identity of anything evil or that will affect your spirit. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, well, Brittany, you guys have a great time. Uh, thank you for calling in and joining the conversation with Faith. Obviously, both of you are really looking forward <laughs> to this hot dog cul-de-sac neighborhood party. Yeah. So, y'all have fun. <laughs> All right. Thanks thank for you. calling. Tell Anderson we said hello. and We'll look forward to seeing him in that flash costume. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love Bye. you, girl. Bye-bye. Oh, that's so precious. That's my daughter, Brittany, and, and I so appreciate her calling. Okay, so uh, what we're going to do is take a look at a scripture here. And this is a scripture that really came to my mind. There are so many scriptures that talk about witchcraft in the Bible and say to avoid every form of witchcraft. The reason why this one sort of caught my attention is because it's at the very end of the Bible. So as you're reading all the way through the Bible, Genesis is basically the beginning. The whole Bible isn't exactly in chronological order, but pretty close. But Revelation is the end. And this is the time where we are going to really have the opportunity to say, okay, heaven or hell, and we're going to either step into our eternity, uh, our eternal home of one or the other. Because the reality is that we are a spirit in a body, and we are going to someday, our earthly body will someday die. Everybody dies someday. Mm -hmm. But as Landon says, when you die, it's okay. Your breath just turns to spirit and you go right on living. And as we have lost loved ones, we know that they are in heaven. Their spirit is in heaven and they get a new body that is a heavenly body that they will live forever. John chapter 10 verse 10 says that Jesus, that Satan came to steal, kill and destroy. And we see a lot of that around Halloween time, right? Yes. Pictures, haunted houses, things that represent stealing, killing, and destroying, right? Yeah. But Jesus came that we might have life and life abundantly. So we want to always be on this, be 
in the, be, let's be on team light, okay? Now, as I was saying, at the very end of the Bible in Revelation, the scripture says that we need to avoid all forms of witchcraft, all forms of witchcraft. So when, mm-hmm. when the Bible tells us avoid all forms of witchcraft, we have got to really take that seriously. And it also says that witchcraft is, is a lust of the flesh. And, and God wants us to be saved from the destructive nature of witchcraft, of the occult, of everything that is satanic and demonic. So Faith and I have a scripture that we memorized and it's about this and we will return and tell you guys this scripture that you can really keep in mind and maybe memorize for yourself. Thank you for joining us today. We will be right back after the break. This is Trina and Faith on The Her Show. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 877-247-1581. Hey, there's something you forgot to do. Hmm, it sure is hot. Are you sweating like a dog? Wait, what? Dogs don't sweat. Oh no, you forgot to get your window tinted. Whether it's the kitchen window that sits in the sun for the hottest part of the day, or you just got new wheels, call Sharp Window Tinting in Burleson. 817-615-9379 or look them up on the web, sharpwindowtint.com. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395. You're listening to Joko Community Radio. Welcome back to Joko Community Radio. We are proud to be the voice of Johnson County, Texas, and live 24-7 on the TuneIn Radio Network. TuningJoko.com is the place to find all the ways to listen and watch, and the station app is also available for free on Android or Apple devices. So simply search your store, check out our lineup and more on JokoCommunityRadio.com. This episode and more brought to you by Patriot Claims, making your insurance work for you. So reach out to your Texas sales rep, 844-TEXHAIL. That's 844-839-4245. Okay, so Faith is joining me in the studio. Hi, Faith. Hi. Okay, now let's say the scripture that we memorize that really helps us with this sort of thing. Yes. Okay, it helps and it's a good one to memorize. 
Romans 16, 19 says, Be excellent at what is good. Be innocent of evil. And the God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath your feet. And the God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath your feet. And the God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath your feet. That's right. Faith, would you rather have um, fear or peace? Peace. Of course, peace. And so we have chosen all the things uh, this year as we are celebrating harvest. <laughs> we are going to celebrate harvest yes. over Halloween, right? Really, yeah. even though we're still going to be neighborly and hospitable. Well, I have a friend that is calling in. So, Wendy, are you on the line? Yes, I am. Hey, Hi, girl. Uh, good to have you here. Okay, so... I wanted you to call today because you and I were talking recently about your childhood and just how you were raised with superstition. I don't know, Faith, Faith, have you ever heard the word superstition? Nope. Okay, so Faith has never even heard the word superstition. So uh, when when people say things that are superstitious and when they yeah. have little things that are superstitious, it means that they believe that if you do certain things that it will bring you bad luck or that something evil will happen to you, something mm-hmm. bad will happen to you. So uh, Wendy, tell us about your childhood and how the superstition that you grew up with affected you yes absolutely first of all thank you miss trina for having me and hello faith uh glad to be on the line with you guys so a little bit about my childhood i was born in peru in south america and peru is a very um well religious and superstitious location um so the way that i grew up was my father actually practiced uh witchcraft um, along with many relatives. So there was this, uh, the superstition, as you had said, is basically a series or, or practices of irrational or supernatural belief that you do good, you get good, you do bad, you get bad. And uh, one of the bad things that um, I was particularly speaking with with you, Miss Trina, was um, the ladder. So there was this belief that if you were to walk under a ladder, like you would have uh, something bad would happen, like whether it is bad luck or just something bad will happen. It was like an expectation. Just walking under a ladder. So so if you're on a construction site, heaven forbid, you cannot walk under a ladder. If you're painting your house, you cannot walk under a ladder. Wow. No, you cannot walk under the okay. ladder. Uh, you cannot, uh, seeing a, a black cat is bad luck. Opening up an umbrella in your home is bad luck. Wow. Um, driving through a graveyard and not doing the crucifix was bad luck. Okay. Or having a newborn baby and uh, not having something red on their person was bad luck. What? So, wow. You, I, like you're going to, through this list of things and I've never heard of these things. So you have a newborn baby and there has to be red on the baby. Like, immediately yes and there has to oh yes. wow because the, the belief is that there may be other parents that are not able to have children or that don't like your family and they can uh begin to wish ill upon you and your child like like could a purse like put a curse on you or like Correct. a death wish on you if just for some reason your child didn't have something red on immediately I, so that's just i've never heard of that and wasn't Correct. there something with salt also I'm sorry. Salt isn't wasn't there something with salt? 
Yes, yes. So you couldn't drop salt on the floor either. Okay. And wow. I, I don't know how wide or if it was by region. This is just what I remember. Like my first encounter of, of this was um, I had my father had served me soup and uh, I, you know, I didn't taste like I wanted it to. So I, you know, got down from my chair and I walked over the counter. I'm four years old at this time. And I put some of the salt on my spoon. And as I'm walking, I trip and I dropped some salt on the floor. And my father just so happened to see that. And um, he was very abusive as well. So won't go much into details. But I was I was punished for dropping salt on the floor because wow. I was going to bring bad luck wow. on the house. Wow. Yes. Wow. So so that uh, that kind of just was like a, so. Uh, you know, when the people that are supposed to protect you and care for you and educate you in this area have this hypersensitive belief of, of irrational thoughts uh, in the supernatural, um, which can be led through astrology, yes. uh, fortune telling, mm -hmm. amulets, luck, or, you know, basically any anything item wise that you can touch uh, or, you know, recite. Uh -huh. um, some people can be uh, very obsessed with if, if you don't look to the south and do like five claps to the left or if, you know, even bug. Uh, what is that called? I think it's done here in America. Like you see like a little buggy and, uh, you know, you do like a punch, you know, every time you see a little a little bug uh, vehicle. Well, some people take that to the extreme that if they see like a certain vehicle um, it, in, a, in a, a certain amount of the row, uh, it's bad luck for them. So people can begin wow. to have this irrational thoughts of superstition yes, yes. that can lead them to be, to uh, get into bondage, basically. Well, yes, I and, can't even uh, imagine. I can't even imagine that you just accidentally see a black cat and you're like, ah, oh my gosh, now something horrible is going to happen to me. I mean, talk about just being afraid all the time or afraid that you're going to accidentally drop salt on the floor. Even as a four-year-old, that terrified you. All the time, yes. And I remember, I mean, I, I wish that I could say that this is like just in my childhood, but it carried through. And because we're so busy with so many things, uh, you know, I, because I was in Peru here in America as a teenager, as an adult, I didn't realize it as much, but it became more subtle because uh, in California where I live, there's not that many graveyards on site. So it's not like, you know, something that you become aware of because there's a lot of distractions. Um, but some people have a superstition of like, if I don't close my door a certain way every single night or X amount of times, so if I don't close my window or if I don't do this, you know, you know, or even waking up on the wrong side of the bed. Okay. Uh, wow. It, it can, can become that. It, and it's so subtle that we don't even realize that, oh, I woke up on the, on the wrong side of the bed and it's just like, no, you just have anger issues that you haven't dealt with. Uh -huh. and, uh, <laughs> through those, you know, it has nothing to do with the side of the bed. Take responsibility. Um, so yeah, as I be, and, and I become so verbal about it and, and bold because it, uh, I think it robbed me the opportunity to move forward in authority in Christ uh, because I just felt so little. I mean, if dropping a little bit of salt as a four-year-old is going to curse my life, I mean, I can only imagine, <laughs> you know, I literally am powerless. Right, but and, then you, uh, became, you became born again and you began to understand the saving power of Jesus Christ as you would read the Bible and as you were, you were just embracing a whole new life of Christianity and actually uh, completely walking away from this occult 
atmosphere that you had been raised in. So you were getting a complete new mindset, a total revelation. And uh, remember the one day when you were in the grocery store? What happened? Yes, absolutely. So I had gone grocery shopping and I needed bread. And it, I just like was like, oh, I, you know, the bread happens to be in this section. And I walked right across. I grabbed the bread and within like milliseconds. I am like, why is my part of <laughs> the store darker than the rest of the store? And it's because I had a 10 foot ladder above me. And I didn't realize that I had just walked right into, you know, like the ladder was right there. Yeah. I walked right into it. I grabbed the, be- the bread and I'm standing right there. And I just remember saying, thank you, Jesus, that this ladder no longer has a hold of me. Like I'm no longer afraid of standing under the ladder because I'm grabbing bread. And it was in that moment that I, it, it just kind of just broke and it began to dismantle all the other things like knock on wood. It's like, you don't need to knock on wood. What is a tree? Tree came from God. Like, it, you know, like the tree has no power, <laughs> you know, over that. Uh, but instead, you know, getting prepared in order for the event to go well, or, you know, and, and I think, it really shifted my perspective of God in regards to you do good, you get good, you do bad, you get bad. When the Bible tells us that we're going to have, uh, we're going to have that day, we're, we're going to face persecution, we're going to do this, but count it all as joy. And it, it really began to shift that. But it was funny, Miss Trina, because I remember speaking with a girlfriend of mine about the graveyard site. And uh, I remember, uh, going to North Carolina and I didn't realize that in the country, well, there's a graveyard in every other corner. Um, (laughs) I wasn't aware of that. Uh. So we're driving through and there's a graveyard there. And uh, I began to do like Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And that's what I was raised with. Uh, I was, I was raised Catholic. So it's, you know, if you do the cross, then, you know, something like like Jesus is protecting you right so I remember doing that like every other corner because there were so many like grave sites and the person I was with was like why are you doing that and I was like because if I don't do that they're gonna follow me the, um, the demons like, the ghosts like as, like, as if all these the dead people right as if all these dead people become ghosts and you know I, and let me just say something since you bring that up because what people do not realize is that when someone dies, uh, when we have a loved one who's died, I'm thinking of my grandfathers and one of my grandmothers. And uh, when someone dies, we want to talk about them. We want to keep their memory alive and we still love them and we celebrate their life, but we don't talk to the dead. The dead, the dead are alive in Christ, but they are not listening to you speak. We don't talk to the dead. That is actually witchcraft to talk to the dead, but it is, uh, but it's good to talk about the dead, but not to the dead. And I think it's so important that people make that distinction uh, because it's, it's called necromancy. It's a pi- it's a type of witchcraft to talk to the dead. And, and it really does open the door. And sometimes people say, oh, like uh, they may, they may go to, you know, um, to, to some sort of channeling type of person that encourages this. And really, if, if you get to a place where you actually believe that the dead are talking to you, 
I promise you, it is a demon pretending to be that person uh, because because that that isn't exactly what is happening. So we we have to be very 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 careful. It, you know, I see I see that so many people who have died, you know, their family doesn't want to get rid of their Facebook. So on the anniversary of their death, their family is actually you know posting things like oh I'm like as if they're talking to them. Well, their their dead relative is not reading. Facebook, you know, and we just have to understand the difference of of talking about our loved ones who have passed on versus talking to them because that that is witchcraft, that is necromancy, and it is to be uh, avoided, and it's not biblically correct at all. Um, so, in fact, Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter nine, Wendy verses five and six says, "The living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing." They have no further reward, and even the memory of them is forgotten. Their love, their hate, their jealousy have long since vanished. Never again will they have a part in anything that happens on the earth under the sun. You know, so there it pretty it pretty much uh, spells it out for us. Uh, but it is it is uh, something that I I think we need to keep in mind so that we don't accidentally fall into this this uh, this necromancy, this witchcraft. You know, and we for sure want to celebrate people's life though. For sure. Well, you mentioned a few other things that I I thought I wanted to go back and the different forms of witchcraft, what people may not be aware of, like astrology and um, palmistry, you know, getting your palms read, um, all kinds of psychic games like the Ouija boards and the magic eight balls, really like looking for answers in these things. And uh, the scripture says, do not let these things among you deceive you okay don't be deceived by this witchcraft uh so you know we've got to we've got to be very careful and i was seeing how even among the halloween decorations at party city at walmart at target they have ouija boards and uh you know things like this that are like tarot cards that are witchcraft and People just pick them up and play with them as though it's no big deal. And actually, demonic powers are are completely associated with these things. And demonic powers are real, and they will torment whatever person opens their lives up to to these demons. You will be tormented. So that's why we want to introduce you, like Wendy, uh, to the power of Jesus and the power that Faith and I were talking about that can crush the enemy under our feet in the name of Jesus is so powerful. And he brings us peace. And he brings us joy, and we can replace those those uh, curses by taking authority over them in the name of Jesus. And we can understand very clearly that oh boy, it's in your own best interest to avoid every form of, of witchcraft and to turn your heart towards Jesus. And I know that you've been so happy that this is the choice that you made, Wendy. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. Especially because, uh, you know, as you had mentioned, uh, when it comes down to fortune telling, astrology and all of that, there are some people that are completely um, uh, disconnected. I don't know if disconnected is the word, uh, desensitized, I should say, and believe like, well, that has no power, that has nothing. And then you have the other spectrum, where is, you know, it's the law. So it's like, well, if the stars say this, then this must be my future. And yeah, I think yeah. there is, people, people have such a hunger to know the future. People yes. are so anxious about, you know, what's going to happen. That's true. They're looking for a source and they don't know Jesus, like the actual, like loving, loving father 
other God is. And therefore, they look to these things. And, and the fault with that is because um, I had to ask these questions myself in order because I'm, I'm, I, I have to I'm very analytical. So therefore, I have to understand it. So what God showed me was that if I was to say, OK, my I, I was born on this particular time and therefore my uh, my zodiac sign is this. And it was led by a person, right? If that person decides to to say, okay, well, because you're born on this time, you are happy, joyful, and you have many friends. Okay, but what if I'm not? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you you, know? you're because talking I'm about like like day. like the horoscope, says, right? Yeah, or what if they say you you're you know you're uh, because you're the zodiac side, you are uh, hot tempered, and it's just like no, actually, you just have very bad. Actually, it's know? just your birthday, you know, and you just need to get a grip on your temper. I know, but it's like our mind can be so manipulated if you're lied yes. to, and you actually believe the lies, and it's so right. dangerous. It's so dangerous. It, it really puts your mind in chains. Like my granddaughter was saying that the decor, the decoration at, at her neighbor's house was this demon hanging with chains all over them that's what it does the witchcraft binds you with these chains and then you you feel like you're in bondage there's no freedom in that right no freedom yeah, to be different no than what your horoscope you know, says no hope yeah, right when that mindset it's like jesus is there but he's like watching you you know it's like it's not that bad or like you know like he can't be our defender here on earth like jesus is just our defender when we die and it's just like no he no. is here. Yes. He is alive. And you have authority in the name of Jesus. And it's not something that we have to be bounded. So, you know, uh, amulets as well, you know, stones. It's like if you have these many stones, then you're going to have peace. It's just like, well, why don't you get rid of all the things that are causing you <laughs> to be stressed out? You know, that um, is interesting. You know? All the things that you are talking about, I've never heard of. So so you were taught that you, if you have a certain amount of stones, then you will have peace? You have to have a well, like even now, if you were to go to farmer's markets and you can look at there's people that are selling crystals and they would say, well, if you have a pink, you know, quartz or if you have, a, a, a you know, a different types of stones, uh, methyst and this, every single one of them attracts a certain energy. Okay. So therefore, if you have them in your home, it's going to attract this energy or it's going to you know, push away different kinds of energy. So therefore people carry them on their, uh, pockets they carry them in their houses they, oh, they have all these things it. and it kind of just goes back to i was sharing with you about the baby when they're born yeah they have to have something red well the thing that was led behind the red was uh also an evil eye so there would oh. be like a little like a design of an eye and that was meant to keep bad spirits away from the baby and people still do this culturally around the world oh, they, right. it can be googled the evil eye and basically it keeps people well the thing is that I can have my whole body, you know, tattooed with an evil eye. If I'm not looking across the street while I'm crossing it, I'm still going to hit get hit by a car. You know, Wendy, um, <laughs> that's amazing. And the, the thing about it is, is whenever you put your faith and your hope in these evil, demonic, pagan traditions of witchcraft, it is right. it is so destructive. Some scriptures that come to mind um, well, Deuteronomy 18.10, let no one found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire and who practices witchcraft and divination and interprets omens and engages in witchcraft. Uh, witchcraft angers God. He sacrifices son. Um, 
And and he wants us to understand that the power of Jesus, what he did on the cross and the resurrection life is what saves us from all the work of the devil. In fact, when Jesus was crucified, he took the keys of death and destruction and he was raised to new life. So as we are as we have new life in Christ, literally the name of Jesus destroys all witchcraft, all spells, and all of these, uh, all, all of this complete silliness of of the things like you were raised with. So thank you so much for sharing with us, Wendy. And I'm so glad that you have found the peace of God. Tell us the difference between the way you live now and the peace that you have in your life now versus the fear that was controlling you when you were under this um, belief of all of these superstitions. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, I have fear, but I think my fear has shifted. My fear has shifted that I don't want to be away from God. Yeah, um, oh, that's that good. Is, you know, it's like, I always want to be with him. I always want to remember how much I am loved. And, you know, when, because sometimes, you know, the enemy is sneaky and he's going to bring things that are, you know, real to you. And and for anybody listening, uh, just a, a quick reminder that there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So if you have stones in your home or things that you have relied on for good luck, just remember uh, Luke 19 40 that says that, you know, if we don't worship him, the stones are going to cry out to him. Yeah. So while you're looking at your stone to, <laughs> to, you know, to facilitate your life for whatever it may be, your stone worships God in its beauty and its accent and in, in the minerals, because basically all of these stones are created through minerals and process from under the earth and who created the earth God did so I, I think you know instead of throwing them all away and being like oh, no no bad, yes praise you. God for these beautiful stones right yes that's yes, right yeah just seeing it and be like God you are so creative yes and I'm gonna worship you through my stones and I'm gonna allow for them to be part of my testimony of what you freed me of because if I want to know the future I will come and I will ask you that's and your right. words says, that's right Right. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You're going to finish what you started uh-huh. in my life. That's right. And, uh, you know, and that he has given you a hope and a future and yeah. all of these things. And I think it, I, that is the way to turn it around, to look at these stones and see the beauty of God's creation and to really to understand Jesus is the Prince of Peace. So mm-hmm. as we look to Jesus, that is where the peace comes from. It does not come from the rock. It doesn't come right. from uh, your belief that this particular rock will create a certain vibe in your home. I think it's funny because these days people who do not understand the power of God and, and the power of the Holy Spirit to bring all the things that we are celebrating and uh, with with resurrection life and love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and gentleness and faithfulness and self-control, all these beautiful things, that is what we're actually celebrating every single day, including on October 31st. Uh, this, this is a matter of taking it, looking at it and saying, okay, this is because of the Father. The Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father and through Jesus. And we praise God that 
that uh, the Holy Spirit is here with us right now. You were talking about the full Trinity with your with your Catholic background, and that's something we we always want to just acknowledge the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and and the beauty of the three in one working together. And as we do this, we are a light in the darkness. We overcome evil with good. And uh, it is impacting in our own life. And there's nothing like it that, that you could ever describe the beauty and the power of understanding uh, the, the power in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Wendy, for, for joining us today. And I'm so glad that now you can drop salt and you can walk under ladders. And if you see a black cat, it's okay. You can pet it and praise God for his beautiful creation. Okay. Amen. Well, girl, you have a great week and enjoy uh, your family and your neighbors. And um, I don't know what kind of candy you're going to pass out, but I'm just going to say chocolate. Go for the chocolate, okay? Your neighbors will appreciate <laughs> thank you so that. so much, Miss Trina. Thank you for having me. Okay, sweetheart. Thanks for joining me. Bye-bye. Y'all, I hope that you have been inspired today to really take a close look at the atmosphere that you are creating. What are you celebrating uh, this Halloween season? What are you celebrating? What is the atmosphere that you are creating? Let's always choose light over darkness, good over evil, beauty over scary. Let's continue to choose these things. Dress your kids up in things that are wonderful and cute and fun, not evil, not scary. Uh, Witchcraft is real, y'all. Demons are real. And we want to praise God for the power of Jesus to set us free from every chain that binds you, every stronghold, every demonic spirit that binds you, because we choose we choose life, we celebrate life, and this is a season to really do it. So I really wanted to give a shout out and thank Faith for joining me today here in the studio. And thank you, Brittany, for calling. Thank you, Wendy, for calling. Y'all have a great week as you celebrate uh, the children in your neighborhood. Jesus loved children, and I love children. So I do celebrate the children, and I take authority over this pagan holiday that would like to really destroy October 31st. And I'm going to take it back and say, okay, we're going to celebrate the goodness of God and celebrate life on this day. God bless you guys. Thank you so much. I will see you next Monday. I'm Trina. Hugs and high five. From Burleson to Venus and Grandview to Godley, this is the voice of Johnson County, Joko Community Radio.